Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey kids, and welcome to Designed by Winga Social. I am your host, interior decorator, Darla Powell, and I am the Grand High Poobah of all things here at Wingnut Social, a digital marketing agency for interior designers and home pros, furnishing vendors, and the like. That's all we do. That's our niche, and we do it the best, if I do say so myself. Check us out at wingnutsocial.com if you need any help with that. And don't forget our online, on-demand Instagram for interior designers course is uh, at Wingnut Academy. And that's also at wingnutsocial.com. If you're the kind of person that just wants to roll up your sleeves, apply some elbow grease and do it yourself. That's wingnutsocial.com. Okay, folks, today's guest, Cheryl Luckett, is a two-timer. <laughs> she, this is her second appearance on the show, right? She is an amazing interior designer, incredibly successful with over 10, 11, I think she said 12 years of experience now going on from for her interior design firm as a second career. Her firm is Dwell by Cheryl Interiors. And on today's episode, she shares with us her success, some tips and advice for interior designers on running a successful interior design business, and not the least of which is advice on getting licensing and branding deals and how she accomplished that in a very organic and terrific way. I think I love I love her approach and it's no no wonder that she's been six, as successful as she has been. Here's the drill. A little bit about Cheryl in case you've been living in a cave. Cheryl's design journey began at Tennessee State University, where she studied family and consumer science. With a registered dietitian credential from Prairie View A&M University, she excelled in corporate America for over 15 years. Now, at Dwell by Cheryl Interior, she brings classic style, vibrant palettes, and cultured details to life. Her collaborations with major home furnishing brands showcase expertise in textiles, lighting, and furnishings. Recently, she launched a performance textile collection with Revolution Fabrics, available at Wildwood Home. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Cheryl Luckett to the show. Hey there, Cheryl Luckett. Welcome back to the show. How the hell are you? I'm doing great, Darla. How are you? I am doing incredibly well, and it's so nice to see you again. It's been a hot minute since you've been on the show. It has. It has. You're on episode, for those listening in the audience, you're on episode 269, and we discussed having uh, choosing your interior design career as a second career. Mm -hmm. Because just for a quick reminder, before you got into your interior design greatness, what was your previous life? I uh, worked at a Fortune 500 company that specialized in food service, and I was a registered dietitian. Um, with that company. I stayed with them for 15 years. So the bulk of my professional career was there. <laughs> I actually transitioned from um, being a dietitian on the uh, operation side and I moved to HR. And when I <laughs> left, I was the director of diversity and inclusion at that company. 
That's right. And if you guys want to hear that full story about how Cheryl transitioned from that career to interior design, it's a really good one. That's episode 269. And you can head on over to wingnutsocial.com. And Cheryl, I have to say that I think that you've carried some of that over because you look amazing. Are you still abiding by all these diet? <laughs> diet? That's, that's <laughs> actually hilarious because uh, just last week, uh, my doctor put me on a two gram sodium diet because oh. my... Um, my blood pressure was ticking upward. So, yeah, I'm getting a taste of my own medicine. <laughs> and oh. I, let me just say, the two-gram sodium diet is not fun. That does not sound fun. That's only 2,000 milligrams a day, right? That is yeah, exactly that, right. <laughs> I think I just had that for lunch. And for those of us who are always on the go and who grab things mm-hmm. very quickly, that is the worst diet to be on. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't even imagine. I eat so much fast food, which is why I'm like 40 pounds overweight. And it's just, I can't even imagine. I'm probably just like a salt lick. I probably horses lo- Same. love me. Same. So I'm, I'm trying to prepare my foods at home and yeah, do what I Well, you look amazing. Does. Well, thank you're, you. You're glowing, guys. If you're, if you're not watching us on our YouTube channel designed by Wingnut Social, head on over there so you can see how beautiful Cheryl oh, looks. And you, you are literally glowing, I swear. <laughs> it I must I was be the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that um, this, the, Running an interior design business is super stressful, so that's probably why your blood pressure is high. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Even a successful one. Yes. It's, it's, there's yeah. a lot of stress. Yes, so, it yeah. Is. All right. Well, I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. Okay. Yeah. And, but today we're here to talk about not your transition, which is astounding, but not only that you were in HR and you were a dietitian before, and now you're running a super successful interior design firm, Dwell by Cheryl Interiors, but you have hit not once but twice the holy grail to some of us interior designers and that is getting licensing and collaborations in your own line of stuff so tell us tell us about what you have going on right now and how the hell you did it yeah i mean i wish i could say i had some grand master plan from the very <laughs> beginning <laughs> that finally came to fruition but honestly it was it was so much more organic than that um just a couple of weeks ago at fall high point market i launched my actually my third license collection wow um and this one is a performance fabric line with Revolution Performance Fabrics. Um, so we launched that at High Point. It was fabulous. I'm super excited. And my hope for next next market is that I'll actually see some of my fabrics in some of these showrooms, which will just blow my mind. <laughs> How awesome. That I must know. Be. I'm just going to faint. <laughs> That must be an amazing feeling. So, okay, so there's, okay, so I thought you only had the two. You had Wildwood, well, the so Revol- actually, what was the, the third? The first one was a small company, Sylvester okay. Alexander. So I okay. had a capsule collection of upholstered furniture. Oh, yes. okay, all right, all so right. So that right, is right. no longer in existence, and I now have Wildwood, the collection of uh, lamps and accents and uh, a couple of pieces of furniture, and then now the performance fabric. So tell me, I have a, a selfish question about performance fabrics, right? So yeah. I have a sofa right now, and I'm not going to say who it's from, but it might be from Joybird. I know, I know. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> it, I needed a quick, and it yep, was during yep. the, it was, you know, COVID. Um, so I, it's performance, and if you're watching YouTube, you can see my finger quote, quotes, but I have three dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do performance fabrics 
Um, can they protect your furniture from three dogs? How performance is performance? Well, now, all performance <laughs> fabrics are not created equally or constructed right. in the same way. So I'm a little biased, obviously. <laughs> sure. Um, so Revolution's performance fabrics are basically made from the yarn that's extruded from polypropylene. So the, this, this is a performance fabric that is not coated with any type of chemical. There's no beating up of liquid in any way. <laughs> this is the the properties that make it performance are its cleanability and its durability, and that is nice. inherent in the actual fabric. So, for instance, you spill something, you know, you, you make a mark with the red pen, like you literally get your bleach, your Dawn, you, you clean it up like you would any other stain, and it, it kind of repels that that stain. Oh, wow. So that sounds to me like a lot higher quality and a lot more longevity. It's right? a different approach. Okay. Yeah, to, to, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's green. Uh, it's woven here actually about 45 minutes from my house. So it's <laughs> American made. It's North Carolina made. Um, like I said, I'm a little biased when it comes to Do you revolution. get over there and roll up your sleeves and I start do. Like I, I do. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there <laughs> quite a bit, actually. I stop by on the way to the hairdresser, drop things off, you know, so check, cool. got, check out the fabric on the loom. It's kind of cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Okay, so there's there's a little bit of a gap here, right? We mm -hmm. HR, dietitian, dietitian <laughs> HR, uh, director, all of that super impressive stuff, uh, impressive in and of itself, right? And then there's a little, then we're going and we're becoming an interior designer, but now you have these lines. How did this come about? You said you wished that there was a plan, yep. so it wasn't engineered, but there has to have been some kind of bigger thing at work here. What happened? Okay, so I am a relationship person, mm -hmm. um, and that's how... Actually, all three of, of my collections began. They started with just an organic relationship. I'll break the revolution one down. So in uh, 2017, January 1st, I started working in design full time. I left my job at the end of that previous year and literally started fresh the next year. Uh, probably about two, three months into that uh, venture, I got an email from a fairly local company, a uh, fabric manufacturer who was launching a new performance fabric brand uh, called Revolution. And they were reaching out to local designers, asking them to come and see the process of this fabric being made, tour the mill, you know, pick up some samples, meet the team, just kind of get to know the company. So, I mean, again, fresh out of corporate, like <laughs> looking for content, you know, that was when, <laughs> like before there was the pressure to make the kind of content we do now. So I was like, yeah. oh, great, this will be great. I can do a behind the scenes video while I'm there. And so I took them up on their offer. I went, I met the people, they walked me around. I had never seen fabric manufactured. So it was a really cool kind of day. They they sent me home with um, a box of samples and Shortly thereafter, I, I'm like, I like them. They're, they're local. The price point's great. I'm going to start using this on some of the upholstery that I'm doing. And at that time, you know, again, kind of really baby business. You know, we were doing reupholstering people's chairs. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I can use this product that I'm sourcing locally. So I would do that. I'd work it into projects. I'd have those product projects photographed. I would tag Revolution in 
in the post. Perfect. Um, they, again, were small, both kind of starting out. They would repost my, my stuff. And it just, as they grew, you know, the years went on, they came back and they're like, we'd love to have you back at the meal or we've got some new stuff we'd like to show you. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, you know, it just really was very organic. So I think it was 2018 when I signed up to do my first show house and I was looking for sponsors and they were like, we are all in whatever you need. You let us know. So we upholstered walls in this show house. I mean, it, we, I, it was, I just I went it. for broke with revolution and it was great. It was super well received. They got the publicity. I got the publicity and there we go. The growth story continues shortly thereafter. They're like, you know what? We'd love for you to, we just, we like working with you. We feel like you're a customer is our customer. We want to start a brand ambassador program. We don't really know what that is. Would you be interested in being our brand ambassador? I'm like, sure. I don't know what it is. Let's make it up. <laughs> so again, now now we now I'm getting compensated with them for for at prov providing content and produce. We did videos at some of my clients' houses, and, and the relationship is just getting stronger and stronger. So, you know, you, you kind of can, can figure where this is going. You know, the next show house comes, the next project yeah. here, the, the manufacturer, the projects get bigger. I start to COM their product on my projects. Like, it just kind of snowballs as we both grow together. So, fast forward to last year when they said, you know what? People are knocking on our door wanting to do licensing with us. And we're like, we've put it off for a while um, because we just, we just weren't interested in it. Right. But now, yeah, now we're, <laughs> we think it might make sense, but we know that if we do it, we're, we're not going to do it with anybody before we do it with you. So wow. it was a relationship. Like, I mean, I just can't, there was no plan. It just grew. We grew together. So it only made sense, which made the process so much simpler. I love it. That is such a testam, uh, testament to building those relationships with your vendors and building those collaborations and not being afraid if this is something that you want to do, right? To yep. tag them yep. in your work and your design or on your social medias. And, and there's two schools of thought, right? There's you who has a line and, you know, you're killing it out here. And then there's the interior designer who's like, I'm not going to share what I used. I'm not going to do that. And that's fine too. Yep. But, but what you did is textbook for getting those brand yep. collaborations yep. and getting licensing deals and, and, and that. And and networking in a real life, carbon-based life form, 3D <laughs> kind yeah. of way is invaluable. And you, you mentioned you just came back from High Point. And that, there's hardly a better place to go and network with vendors and Absolutely. other designers and stuff. So that's a goldmine. So and if you listen to my episode... Um, Oh, gosh, what was it like a month or so before uh, we espoused all the virtues of going? I won't rehash that there, but yep. it's, it's just invaluable. It is definitely part of that whole business success funnel. And congratulations on that. So is it what's next? What's next year? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, I would love to do some outdoor with them. Um, I'd love to expand this collection. We, you know, when you work with a company and when, it, when a collaboration is organic like that, you really get to know mm -hmm. them, but you also get to know their offerings. You, you start to know what they're missing you know, which, what you wish they had. And it gives you so much insight into creating a 
really good line of product. So, um, you know, I tried to fill a gap that I felt like they had. Like, I love their products. Like, it's quality. It's great. Like, I never, I never have a client who has any problem. Right. And when I have rarely had, they've always, you know, been up for fixing it. Like, that's, that stuff matters to me, to a designer. You, yeah. you mentioned the stress. Like, it's so much less stress <laughs> when you, you know you've got a partner that you can be like, hey, look, my client has a problem with this. They're like, no, no worries. We'll fix it. What do you need? Yeah. So, I knew that they had a great product, but I was looking for something a little bit more stylish. You know, they tend to, mm-hmm. they had kind of built themselves as the base cloth company. Like, yeah. you know, that that piece of fabric you put on the sofa, you know, and then you're going to layer on all the, the pretty <laughs> accents. So right. I'm like, how, you know, can we, can we push the boundary a little bit more and, and maybe up the ante from a style perspective, right? The formula is still the same, you know, they're right. still weaving a performance fabric and there are limitations within that, but I'm hoping that I brought something that's got a little <laughs> bit more, you know, designer <laughs> touch those, to it. Those cheetah patterns. Yeah, or what absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. So do you, have you received offers from other um, makers or other brands in order to do lines or collaborations as a result of this? Are you an interior designer looking to expand your reach and attract more clients? Well, we've got just the solution for you. Wingnut Social is the leading social media marketing agency designed exclusively for interior designers. Picture this, your stunning designs showcased to a vast online audience, generating buzz and capturing the attention of potential clients. With Wingnut Social, you can transform your social media presence into a powerful marketing tool. Wingnut Social understands the unique challenges faced by interior designers when it comes to social media marketing. That's why they've created a comprehensive strategy tailored specifically to your needs. With Wingnut Social, you'll have access to expertly crafted content strategies, custom tailored for the interior design industry. Say goodbye to those days of staring blankly at your screen, wondering what to post next. Wingnut Social takes care of that for you, ensuring your posts are engaging, relevant, and captivating. But it doesn't stop there. Wingnut Social also provides in-depth analytics, allowing you to track the performance of your social media campaigns. Discover which posts are resonating with your audience, identify new trends, and make data-driven decisions to maximize your marketing efforts. And the best part? Wingnut Social offers personalized coaching and support. Our team of social media experts will guide you every step of the way, sharing insider tips and tricks to elevate your brand and increase your online visibility. So why wait? Take your interior design business to new heights with Wingnut Social. Visit wingnutsocial.com today to learn more. Wingnut Social, where stunning designs meet social media success. I have, actually. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it's, I don't know, it has to make sense for me. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we work in a business, especially right now, where design is hot. I mean, I've heard you talk about how number one hashtag on Instagram, you know, (laughs) like we are in an industry where it's popping. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of shiny objects that come with that, especially when you've got any any type of influence. Um, So people are constantly knocking on the door for things, big things, small things. And it's really important to be able to evaluate. Does this make sense for me? Because the reality is, yes, licensing is great, but licensing takes up a lot of time. That does not equal immediate return on the investment. 
Right. I've, I've been working mm-hmm. on this line for over a year and, you know, we just started selling fabric last week. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so there's you know, there's nothing coming in from that work. Right. It <laughs> yeah. is time, though. And I have a small team. So when I'm gone, not a lot gets done. So uh, <laughs> not the big stuff anyway. So you just have to come to a point where you evaluate. Does this make sense? you know, from a strategic standpoint, or, or do I need to pass? And one of the, one of the ways I evaluate that is, um, do I believe in this product? Do I like this product? Do I use this product? <laughs> you know, would I recommend it? If it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, then it doesn't make sense. I love that. That shows integrity and discipline, right? It's hard to say no sometimes when you're, when you get offers like that and you're flattered by, you know, you could be the face of this ABC brand, but for you to have that, that presence of character and mind. And and, like I said, all of those things and to say, you know, it just doesn't, it really just doesn't make sense. And I know I can't wholeheartedly endorse that knowing what I know or knowing how I run my business. So I I applaud that. That is absolutely amazing. Congratulations on, on all of that. Okay. So Speaking of congratulations, I'm going to segue here a little bit. So okay. since our first episode was about transitioning, right, from your previous career to interior design so that we covered those bases, but it's been a couple of years since I talked to you and you've been in business as an interior de- designer now for what, 10 years? Uh, this will be the end of 12 at the end of this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So seven even, full time. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the top lessons that you've learned from being an interior designer in 12 years. So like when I say that something you wish you'd have known when start now, you know, when starting your business that, you know, now when starting your business, then that maybe someone is kicking around starting that, or they're a big getting yeah. designer that you think you could change their world right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things. <laughs> yeah. So many things. Um, how much time we got now? <laughs> okay. So I feel like those, those first five years and I'll take, I'll take my, side hustle years off the table because that's a little different like yes you're you know you're working you're in the trenches but somebody else is paying the bills there's not that (laughs) pressure right you know (laughs) I do so I those first five years of doing this full time the lessons came fast and furious like it it was like every even though I thought I was knew what I was doing and I was fairly organized Everything I did, I was like, oh, lesson there. No, we won't do this anymore. You know, like noted. So there was (laughs) so much of that. Um, I think from a foundational standpoint, and I I did this probably to the extent that I could, but what I tell people when I'm mentoring is you got to get the basics in line. Like number one, to me, the most important thing is you have to, as quickly as possible, figure out who you're serving. Mm -hmm. Like, who is your, like, you cannot be all things to all people. It just, we, we work in a, a space that's so broad and has so many offerings as quickly as possible. You kind of got to figure out who is my customer. And I know that's hard when you're starting out. Some of the clues might be, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, who are you? Like, what are you a collaborator? Do you, or do you like to steer? You know, do you do like <laughs> that kind of those are hints at the, who you should be serving. Um, and I think so many times we go into it and we're just like, oh, I don't know, I'm open for business. Anybody come. Right. And then we're like, ooh, I, this me and this lady or me and this couple, we don't get along. I'm not enjoying this. And part Been of that, that, yes, yeah. is that mm-hmm. you don't know who your people are. So I think finding out that number one, really, it like just, it takes the stress level yeah. down so far. 
I would have to agree. And then can you speak to once you have that dialed in, dialing in your actual service niche? Yep. yep. So that's number two. So once you know, because I feel like that piece, that number one, really determines what you should offer. Because different people need different things, right? So if I know who I'm serving, then I can hone in on what is, what are my offerings to those people based on what they need. So for me, example, I like to serve bosses. Like that's tends to be who I attract. Bosses at every level, you know. Bosses in business, uh, entrepreneurial bosses, CEO bosses, doctor bosses, mom bosses. Like I just (laughs) attract that kind of person who's like, I want it done. I want it done right, well, professionally, seamlessly. Those are my people. And so once I know that, then I know, okay, what do these people need? They want it. They want it done efficiently. So I need a, I need a process. I need a repeatable process that I can be like, look, I got it. You're a boss. I'm a boss too. So you sit back and, and ha- let me handle this for you in a boss-like fashion. And so that helps you get to that repeatable process which to me is step two. Who am I serving? What am I offering? And then what is the process that I deliver that in? Yeah, I love it. And that's locked and loaded and repeatable. I love that. Over. And, takes- and, you, and there's levels like you can, I've, I've always kind of served that person, but I've served that person at different levels over the past 12 years, right? right. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, as you grow your yes. scope and your scale and the yeah. level that you're yes. right. Exactly. hundred yep. percent. So do you delineate or do you niche at all as far as aesthetic or certain spaces that you're doing? How, how what does that look like? Are we winnowing it down to that level? So um, this is such an interesting conversation to have with you, given what you do, um, what your, <laughs> your company does, because Because I feel like social is so important in kind of, it makes that determination for me in some ways. It's, you know, I built my business on social media. Like that is how I was able to transition, you know, from, yeah, it was social media. Um, So I owe a lot to it and I try and give, give back to it. So I show (laughs) up on a daily basis. And because I do that, what I put out is what I get back. Right. Because if you like a certain look, uh, you know, if you want an all neutral farmhouse, I'm probably not who you're going to call. <laughs> like, I don't even have to tell you that because you're going to scroll through my feed, which I post on every day. And you're going to say, I don't see any all neutral <laughs> farmhouse styles. <laughs> and God. that is probably going to eliminate you from my cute. <laughs> so it, like, it does, I've never had to have a conversation about style um you know of course there's nuance within you know Mm -hmm. i i'm a lean a little bit more traditional and sometimes my client leans a little bit more modern but no one is so far outside of the bounds when they come to me they're probably looking for cultured colorful classic cozy those are the that's the through line right right and if if that if it's not they're not looking for that they're probably not calling me I love that you said that because that is 100% so true. And it's kind of implied the the what the style that you want to do, and the kind of work that you want to do and the kind of work that is as a uh, that people are attracted to. You're right. That's 100% what they're going to pull the trigger on. Because yep. you're, you're not doing farmhouse. And I think a lot of designers are really afraid to 
because you are sticking to a style, right? We yep. are, we've eliminated farmhouse where I'm sure there's, you know, Tex-Mess, MX, <laughs> right? <laughs> Southwestern. I'm doubt yep. you're doing much of that. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? So you're sticking, you are sticking to a style and you are niching and interior designers are afraid to do that. They want to be all things to all people. And I think that comes into that package of really laser focusing in on who is your ideal client yeah. and those services. And then that bottom layer of the, the aesthetic niche. I think too. Let, so let's say somebody who just, you know, loves, let's say my Sunday sit down and they've just fallen in love with Cheryl and they do want an all neutral farmhouse. The, my, <laughs> Because I think I feel like I have a responsibility at that point to tell them, this is not my wheelhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are probably people in my area that can get you to that look in a way that I might not be able to. Sure. Yeah. Um, and now if if they insist, then I don't know. It depends. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I think I would probably be upfront and honest in that and in, in saying that that. If you want this look, I might not be the best person to deliver it. So is it safe to say that there's not going to be a licensing deal with a shiplap? Probably manufacturer? not. <laughs> Uh, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I, I do love it, Cheryl. You're such an inspiration, and what you're doing is so purposeful. And even in the beginning, when you were saying I'm just a baby business and I had no idea, you did it. You did it right. Yeah. That's exactly how I built my design firm on on social media, and I was kind of accidental about it as well. And now, of course, Wingnut Social. So I love it. You're doing everything right, and it, it is all even on social media. It is about relationships building. It it, even though it's digital and we're in two dimensions here, it is about building those relationships and having those communications and that storytelling. It's 100%. it's wonderful. It's so yeah. wonderful. So Cheryl Luckett, is there anything that we've forgotten to, uh, to add on this topic that you want to say to the audience listening before I torture you with the fire round? You know, I would say you talked about it. You touched on it in the intro um, about this being a really stressful business. I yeah. think one of the things I wish I would have learned a little bit sooner, probably didn't come till about year four, you know, full time, is to take care of yourself, like to, to establish some really solid boundaries and and some balance. And that, that you know, I know it's such a like I, quote unquote balance. What is that? But there has to be some way of working in some safeguards for your own protection, right? Entrepreneurship is not easy in in any industry. And you could work literally round the clock all the time and still the, everything wouldn't get done. So I think I, I've learned over the years to do things like celebrating the wins, like literally. So, you know, I just launched a collection. My team has a date on the calendar to literally go out. Let's toast. The, yes, we did it with everybody at the party, but no, we did this behind the scenes. So let's celebrate that win. You know, things like taking off time. And I don't mean just like vacation. I mean, establishing and I'm, I'm a corporate girl so I have like a, a holiday schedule that sounds crazy but like are you working on Good Friday or not are you working on Black Friday or not and to establish that and kind of stick to it that's a boundary for me and it also provides you a little bit of balance <laughs> I, amen and I'm not working on Black Friday but I'm I am not shopping I'm shopping <laughs> 
probably not in person. And probably that sounds online. silly, but you know, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't establish some, this is these are the days we're closed. You're going to work for most of us, like because yeah. stuff has to get done. So I yeah. think um, establishing those boundaries and creating some sort of balance so that you can be here. 12 years later. I love it. Yeah. Well said. And I need to listen to that more because, um, yeah, I, I, I need more time to play poker. I'm into playing poker lately. I hear it. So I can win. I won. I won. Um, we had a five person table over the weekend and I won. So oh, I'm, nice. I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. I love it. I'm going to retire and be a professional poker player. That's my dream. Hey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So now Cheryl Luckett, I have to ask you, are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round? I am. All right. So you've been here before. So I'm going to yes. I'm going to give you a little curveball with a different question here. But I am going to ask you, maybe it's changed. Maybe it hasn't. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Um, I'm going to change it. I okay. do remember what it was last time. But this time I'm going to go with she believed she could. So she did. I love it. All right. If you could be any superhero, who would it be and why? I grew up being a super Wonder Woman fan. Like, love. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> From the the outfit, the the bracelets, like the lasso of truth. Oh, I'm here for all of it. The helicopter, <laughs> like uh, yeah, Wonder Woman, no doubt. I love you. See my background. See all my my action figures. Oh, love in the it. Love here? it. Because <laughs> I am such a nerd. I am such. A, I love it. I know it's crazy. I'm I'm a grown ass woman with action figures. Hey, I nothing know. wrong with that. <laughs> Okay, I'm on medication. No worries. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally. A different one. I am really loving Alex Hormozy right now. Love. Oh, my goodness. Can't get enough. So I love $100 million offers. Sounds mm -hmm. like a weird book for a, yeah. for a designer <laughs> to be reading. But like his his knowledge and advice is so practical yeah. that you can you can wean it down for any level business. He talks about really crafting really solid offers. Um but every day his social content is crazy. I, I'm a pod, I've listened to his podcast. He yep. just he just got a lot of good common sense. He like does common he's sense. E he's easy on the eyes too, I have to say. <laughs> Well, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> doesn't, I mean, <laughs> don't tell my wife I said that. But. <laughs> but he like that book, and he has a new one, hundred million dollar leads. Um, it just has made me think um, about business a little bit differently. And uh, one of the quotes that he had recently that I kind of just latched onto was, uh, "Solve rich people problems, and eventually they'll make you one of them." And I'm like, mm, yes. I like that. So like, it's just a mindset. She's like, okay, how, how do we solve some of these problems? So that's, that'd be my book. I love it. I love it. So, so good having you back on the show, Cheryl. Please tell the listeners where they can go to find out more about you, about Revolution, and we will call it a day. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Um, I am Dwell by Cheryl. On all platforms, I hang out most on Instagram. Um, I'm dwellbycheryl.com. There's a link to Revolutions page on my website. But if you want to go straight there, you can get free samples for all designers. Um, and to those people who are not designers or part of the trade program, 10 free samples for those folks. And that's revolutionfabrics.com. So there is an interior design program with your, oh, your 100%. line. Oh, 100%. Yep. Okay, nice, nice. Yep. Guys, run, don't walk. What are you yes. waiting for? Come on. You know the stuff is made well. Get over there. 
<laughs> Cheryl Luckett, thank you so much for joining us again. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Darla, for having me. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed, or I hope you enjoyed, well, we all hope you enjoyed my conversation with Cheryl Luckett. Make sure you go and check out Dwell by Cheryl Interiors on Instagram and all of her social channels and her website and her new line of Revolution Fabrics at Wildwood Home, available at Wildwood Home. And take her advice if that is something that you want to do is get a licensing deal or a branding deal of your own. I think she gave us some really good tidbits and insight. Make sure to check out wingnutsocial.com if you need help with marketing your interior design business or if you're a home furnishings manufacturer or the that kind of vertical genre ilk milieu there, wingnutsocial.com. And don't forget our Instagram for interior designers course, incredibly impactful. You can go and check out the reviews on that bad boy there. Uh, it's already making designers money. It's really a no-brainer. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Remember, until next time, to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. All right, kids, thank you for joining us. We hope that you got the... All right, guys, thank you so much. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed my interview with Cheryl Luckett. Uh, fudge. Good boy, Mango.